At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome on in, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Thursday, presented, of course, by BetMGM. we got a lot to talk about today. Some big guests coming up. Joe Gallant, we haven't talked to in a while. He will join us from the Action Network coming up at 10, 20 Eastern time. Alex Kolodege, one of our favorites on college football, also from the Action Network. Big Action Network day on the show. He'll join us at 11 a.m. Eastern. We have Thursday Night Football. We have more to discuss on the World Series Maybe some props and uh, total bases and all those kind of fun things for the uh, the awards markets in Major League Baseball with the World Series. We'll get to that, but let's start with the NFL. Uh, some injury news, line movement, a trade yesterday. I guess we can start with the trade. I mean, in fact, it's a couple cities here that we're involved in. Robert Quinn, your guy, Joe, the statue that's being built outside of Soldier Field for him. He uh, He's on the move to the Eagles for a fourth-round pick. Um, I don't think it's like a needle-moving kind of move, but I think it helps the Eagles. I mean, he's, I still think there's something in the tank, and he'll be a rotational pass rusher. It's the kind of move a contender makes, and the kind of move a team like the Bears, they get a draft pick for it. I, I, I thought it made sense yesterday. Yeah, build the statue for a fraudulent record right before you move to the suburbs. I think that would be just perfect. Just do that. Um, it's probably going to be something that we look back and say both sides did well. I mean, there was no reason to keep Robert Quinn around. He was having nowhere near the season that he put together last year. And that was certainly expected. And I was thinking that his value was going down. Why are the Bears holding on to this guy? How about that? They go on national TV, right? They saved the family's record for a week with George Hallis, number two overall in all-time wins, still tied there. They do that. They have the big win. Oh, my God. They tear up all these teasers, kick people out of Survivor. Nine-point underdogs, it went straight up. Uh, we're going to trade someone. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'd imagine in that locker room that they weren't feeling great, but it's just a reminder of where they are. They know where they are. They're, they're starting over, whether they want to admit it to everyone or not. Brand new regime, head coach, general manager throughout their front office. So I, I'm fine with it. I was uh, – I was pleased with the the return for the Bears side, and I'd imagine the Eagles are pleased with what they're going to get in Quinn, and they won't need him on the field as much, so he's going to be saved up for uh, his, his snap percentage, and he's going to be able to go 100%. Uh, we see it all the time, Aaron, where you, you have veterans in this league. Maybe they're not performing to their capabilities. Maybe they're not performing like we just saw them, but then they – they get invigorated in a brand-new situation, Super Bowl contenders, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're balling out. 
Exactly. Or even look at like Von Miller, for example. Um, you saw the situation with him. Uh, but yeah, if you're on the Eagles, if you're, if you're a player on that team, I think you're excited. It's like, yeah, we're, we're going to do something. You know, we're, we're winning games and now we're still adding players. This is great. And if you're on the Bears and you saw Roquan Smith like tearing up about it, it's yeah. kind of like after it's like, oh, wow, they don't believe in us. Like it's got to be a little no. deflating, even though realistically we know the Bears probably probably aren't going to do much this year. It's probably a little sad for those guys to be like, well, I guess nobody believes in us around here, you know? Yeah, and I don't think we're done. I think we've seen more and more the last few years. GMs are very up for doing this. Like When we were growing up, even when we were just a little younger, like this didn't happen in the NFL. Trades didn't happen midseason with real players. Not, I mean, Christian McCaffrey last week, Robert Quinn, and who knows, the next couple of days, maybe Kareem Hunt. Like, I, I imagine three or four more significant players will change teams. So I, I think it makes it fun. And I don't know how much it impacts the Super Bowl odds, like how much it should, but it makes teams a little bit better. Like the Rams last year, I remember we talked about the bump, right? The Von Miller, that the books adjust too much. They don't win the Super Bowl without Von Miller. I'm not saying Robert Quinn's Von Miller, but like once in a while, Jay Ajayi mm-hmm. for the Eagles when they won in 17, he helped them. Like, I, I think it's fun that teams are very willing to say, you know what, let's go for it. Last year. It wasn't that long ago. Last year. It's not like we've gone a few years and saying, oh, he's over the hill. He's completely gone. When there's talent on the other side, he was opposite Khalil Mack. There's talent on that Eagles front where they're not going to focus on him in any sense. So it's going to open things up for him. Yes, we see it all the time. And I think you're right, Joji. Coming up Tuesday, that's the deadline. Tanking alive and well in the NFL. We don't yeah. talk about it as much, but it exists. The Bears are three and four. Like point differential, they're middle of the league. Record, they're middle of the league. But the reality is people understand what this team is. If you look up our odds this morning, I bet MGM to make the playoffs. When I was looking yesterday, they're 15 to one to make the playoffs. In a terrible NFC, they're nearly at the 500 mark. Now they're expected to lose this week. They were also expected to lose last week. Um, they've beaten San Francisco. They've beaten New England when they were more than touchdown underdogs. I'm not saying they're any good, but they understand where they where they are, and they understand that they're not going to be participating in the postseason in a garbage division in a trash conference. Because even if you do see, I I like this approach looking at it from the Bears' perspective. Even if you do slip into the playoffs as the seventh seed, what are we doing here? You're not going anywhere. Not, not, there's nothing's happening, but you're pleased with how the, the the head coach you just brought in is coaching them up a bit. And uh, the Eagles, looking forward to seeing them back in action this weekend. Same thing with the Bills. And the Vikings are an intriguing spot with a rookie head coach coming off the bye against a head coach combo and Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury that can't seem to get together. Call of Duty out today. Like, I, I'm really happy Woo! that a lot of these teams are, uh, are back in the fold. And we only have uh, two buys uh, this week. So it, it does feel like, man, we've got all these games to break down. We Speaking have a lot. Speaking of buys... And- I just I was doing some research yesterday, and you would think like a team like the Eagles, for example, or a team coming off the bye, they've got this extra rest and time to prepare. They actually don't perform that well against the spread. Coming off a bye the last five years, I was looking it up. I think like 10 out of all the teams last year um, didn't cover, or did cover, I should say. The rest did not. So if you look back each year, 
I was interested. I just want to get your guys' thoughts on that. I thought it was, you know, kind of intriguing that maybe it's not as great as you think coming off a buy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a lot of overreaction. Think it would be, right? Yeah. yeah. So you think the numbers work. gets inflated because it's a buy? Yeah. Like, we'll take them off a buy? Yeah, it could be it. it. It's like the first talking point that everybody brings up, and I just did it with some of these teams. But also it's because we, de- we don't have another, another data point that we have with all of these other teams. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot about Forgot about them. We haven't seen them in a little while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's not forget that the issues with this team, I wonder, did they look at themselves in the mirror? Like different coaching staffs. Like Andy Reid, you bet him. But that's also baked into the market with Andy Reid. Like it's inflated by at least a field goal every time he's coming off the bye. I do think it's interesting that there are – I think it's a good uh, talking point because like – Mm-hmm. With rookie head coaches like O'Connell we're talking about, I have no idea. No idea. No idea how he's going to perform. No idea if he uh, had a plan coming into the season, how they're going to treat the extra week. Are, are they self-evaluating? Are they preparing for the opponent for two weeks? I'm not sure. So that's why it, it throws something in the wash that I'm just not not positive about how, how to look at things. But uh, it, it's, it is interesting. I, I think part of the reason that, they may not be covering his people off the buy. Oh, I'm betting them. I'm betting them. Bump, bump it up a couple of points. You keep bumping up that value on the point spread, you're going to end up missing more. Yeah, I wonder, too, if there is – so what's our first thing we think about? There's, there's two parts to the buy, right? Extra time to prepare but extra rest for the players. I wonder if yep. the effect of the rest is felt over time more than just the first week. Like, I would like to look at teams, how they performed three weeks post-buy. Do they do well for the most part week one, two, and three? Maybe not just week one, Aaron. Maybe Joe's right. Like the, the bump is too much. It's too much like the spread goes up too high. But I, mm-hmm. I do think there's something to the rest, right? Like, But maybe that doesn't manifest itself until the next couple weeks after the bye week. So that is interesting because we have a lot of buys around this time exactly. of the year. So, yep, we'll see. We've got, we got a couple teams obviously off buys this week. And we have an injury. We have an injury we have some clarification on now. Jason Scott, when he joined us from BetMGM a couple days ago, he hinted at it because we were like, no. I mean, I know they're now my Texans at 50-1 to in this division, but we were like, wait a second. Why are they only – why did that go from 3.5 to 1.5, that line, early in this week? Well, we have our reason. Ryan Tannehill, Joe, missed practice yesterday. And I was on the Titans website this morning. They had a thing with him, quotes, he was in a walking boot. After the Colts game, he went home in a walking boot, and he was saying how his kids were worried about him. And then Vrabel said this week he expected him to be limited in practice Wednesday. He wasn't limited because he didn't practice on Wednesday. 
and they hope and think he's available for this game. We have a quarterback injury in Tennessee. That That's the story. Yes, and uh, I, I do want to pass this along because we talked a little bit about it yesterday. George Patton gave Nathaniel Hackett the dreaded vote of confidence today. Oh, no. He's I dead. believe in Nathaniel. I support Nathaniel 100%. Oh, no. Okay, here we go. This is setting it up, isn't it? Isn't it? Russ, Russ is doing the calisthenics yeah. in the aisle. Yeah. Oh, it's not, I, wouldn't you stick a leg out? Wouldn't you? Oh my God. <laughs> if you're on that plane. I thought, that it, I thought it was fake. I was just like, no, oh, no. This is, I know. Yeah. It's so Russell Wilson, too. I was just like. It's, it's cringy. It's just cringy. Yep. It is. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I, on the Titans front, yeah. So he left the game, and then they, they bring him to Willis at some point. I, I guess it was all injury-related, but even with Tannehill, how are they? How are they performing? Like, going down to a rookie, um, it, there's going to be much of a change. But also, with this specific matchup, isn't it all about Derrick Henry and how he yeah. started get a slower start and how he's really turned it on, and he destroys the Texans' defense? Like, for me, the quarterback really doesn't even matter. I mean, their group of wideouts is very poor compared to other teams in the league. So quarterback, yeah, any quarterback can hand off the football. So I don't think that's a big deal. Uh, but again, zero offensive touchdowns last week. They're still number one in the red zone. That number came down a little bit. Remember, it was in the 90s. Now, we're still number yeah. one, but they're at, they're at 80% in the league. It's like when you look at these Titans metrics, and I know we've talked about it all week, and everybody's talking about it, but it's still like once you dig deeper, like it blows your mind even more. How is this team four and two? They have a negative point differential. They've won four consecutive games. They didn't get into the end zone offensively last week. They're 31st in the NFL in offensive yards per play. On defense, they're 29th in yards per play. Okay? They're only getting 4.9 yards per play on offense, but they're giving up 6.0, but they're 4-2. and two. Like, none of it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense. Aside from the fact that the guy that won the ho coach of the year last year is awesome at his job. Like, we should probably talk more about that, that he is one of the better ones around. Like, Stefanski won that award a couple of years ago, and we're not sure if he's really a great coach. I think Vrabel's a great coach, and he's going to be doing this a long time. Yeah, and he's done a great job. Maybe he can navigate through this, though. If, if Tannehill's banged up, though, that means we get to see Malik Willis for the first time. Unlike past years where the yeah. Titans had a nobody at backup, it's interesting, right? It's a rookie quarterback with some, some buzz and some interesting – um, ability to so that would be interesting. on the road. Yeah. I mean, this is this feels like a tricky spot for the Titans with a banged up quarterback on the road division <laughs> game. I know the Henry the Henry thing is going to ca have to carry them, but I won't be surprised if the if the Texans win this game outright and uh, and make this division pretty close. So we had that injury news yesterday. Aaron Rodgers missed practice as well. We know he was dealing with the thumb last week. Um, do we have Matt Lafleur? Then we have Matt Lafleur uh, talking about Aaron Rodgers. Can we hear Lafleur? Maybe we don't. Okay, that's all right. No, Matt um, was no I don't think we're going to have it. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if we had that that part of the, uh, the sound today. LaFleur talked about him. Rodgers missed practice. Aaron, the Rodgers thing, you mentioned this last week, that he was hurt, right? He's he's banged up, and he's blaming everybody else. If he's not 100%, yeah, well, it's bad. Yeah, I think the last couple weeks, if you, you know, just watching the game, you would see him touching his hand a lot, and – 
couple weeks ago, I was like, man, something doesn't seem right. But he has missed the first day of practice. I think this is the third week in a row. So I don't know. I think he's missed practice a few weeks in a row now. Um, so I guess we'll see. But yeah, it's definitely not good. Yeah, Expect I, I more crying, more more pounding his fist on the grass there. <laughs> hope so. Uh, yeah, when I start hearing about Rogers make his comments about people in society, how they have a hard time hearing the truth sometimes, coming from Aaron Rodgers. Okay, whatever, dude. Um, this is where we were last week, right? He didn't practice on Wednesday, and we were talking about yeah. the thumb, and then he practiced on full Thursday, Friday. Uh, at this point, I think this is nothing. It's a nothing to me. It's uh, more about what's going to happen. But um, it's notable that he certainly called out his teammates. I don't think there's going to be backlash because how can you have backlash? I mean, Aaron Jones, he knows Rodgers is his guy. Like, he's he's advocated right. for him many times on, on the record. So I don't think there's going to be any kind of backlash. The only backlash will be you're going against one of the best defenses. You can't do anything right now. How are you going to do against this Bills defense? Like, they stop everything through the air, on the ground. Um, they're in your face. So – have fun with that. It seems like he's kind of making excuses already for what's about well, to everybody happen. Else. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, we're yeah. on the same page. One other one I'm keeping an eye on, uh, Derek Carr limited with a back issue. That number is only one and a half. They're a one and a half point favorite mm. on the road in New Orleans. That's a weird number. Because I think the Raiders are a better team. But if he's limited, if, it, if that back hurts him, Joe, that could be an upset. would shock me. There's a lot going on there. Raiders. Mac Jones took 90% of the first team reps. Dalton starting over a healthy Jameis. A lot of stuff to monitor. We'll uh, keep doing it. Yeah, yes, we will. We'll dive into Thursday Night Football next. The Ravens and the Bucks, right here on the BetQL Network.